Let's just get right to it. The fact that yesterday I I uh, I was able to read the headline before I was able to go off air. That the SCOTUS is stepping into it again. I don't want to say stepping up because I don't want to give them that much credit. Because I don't know their intentions. And when you've got a... Five to four margin of the Supremes, then who knows what's going on from there. But the big headline, and I was hoping Alexandra DeSantis would would cover this because she's the best at the abortion uh, beat, so to say. But unfortunately, she didn't write anything up on it. But from National Review, Supreme Court will hear major, major abortion case. On December 1st. I, like I said, I really don't like using National Review, but what are you going to do? I'm also going to be crisscrossing this with SCOTUS blog Amy Howe. She's actually one of the few good ones at SCOTUS blog. Major abortion case set for argument on December 1st. Interesting timing, but hey, what are you going to do? Supreme Court announced on Monday, that would be yesterday, that it will hear arguments... On December 1st, in a challenge to the Mississippi law that bans almost all abortions after the 15th week of pregnancy. This case, which is officially called Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization, which had the ugliest building in Mississippi, was already positioned to be one of the highest profile arguments of the 21-22 term because the state had specifically asked the court to overrule its landmark decisions in Roe v. Wade and parent Planned Parenthood versus Casey. Now, they will continue, and as we have two months before this case is heard, we will continue to hear the bastardization of phrases like constitutionally protected and precedents, which we will read right now. In Casey and in Roe, that the Constitution somehow protects the right of a woman to murder her baby before the fetus, which is baby, can survive outside the womb. Or, as normal people would put it, Amy, being born. But the spotlight of the case came even more, became even more intense when SCOTUS turned down a request. Because once again, I love the fact. Uh, I love the fact that they they still frame that the Texas law is is only in effect because the Supremes decided to not get involved, and not that a sovereign state or republic, as I like to call it, of Texas passed a law and signed it into law, right? It passed in, in in the legislature and it was signed into law. No, 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 no. None of that matters. That's all poppycock. All that matters is did John Roberts and the Supremes, did they decide to take the case up? Oh, well, they didn't decide to take it. Now it's law. Now it's okay. So we have that. Um... Now, of course, the court was deeply divided in this Texas case, 
with the conservative majority, even though it was 5-4, acknowledging that the challengers had, quote, raised serious questions regarding the constitution of the Texas law. But the majority over dissents by Chief Justice Johnny Roberts allowed the Texas law to go into effect. Once again, you didn't do, I, I almost start cussing. You have no right to step into it, SCOTUS. And don't give me the precedent nonsense of Roe or Casey. None of this stuff is constitutional. It doesn't exist in the Constitution. Ergo, you have no say. You have no power here. But yet, of course, Amy Howe writes for SCOTUS blog, so that's who she worships. The The SCOTUS allowed the Texas law to go into effect. Now, the announcement of this December 1st argument date on the Mississippi case was part of the Supreme Court's release of its December argument calendar, sponsored by Google. After a week after the Mississippi case on December 8th, the judges will hear a case involving a major, another major case involving public funding. Who cares about any of that? Blah, 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 blah. So, this idea. And this concept that, well, they're going to hear this major abortions case really needs to let you and I gives us an opportunity. And Mr. Mike Church talked about this at length during his show, which followed the early show with Miss Fiorella Nash, which was fantastic. And the whole argument here is somebody going to be mad. Somebody is going to be mad after this. And this continues this theme that I have picked up from Mitter Mike Church. That this whole union of states is not anything even close to what we would think it is. That it's not anything... To be worshipped or fought to keep. And this is going to... Because this if this is not the dividing issue, what is? You can trace almost every single argument the left and the right have back to the issue of abortion. Right? When we have... Gun laws. Oh, well, we, it only saves one child. What about abortion? COVID mandates. Oh, we, you know, we have to make sure everybody's protected. What about my body, my choice? They're all connected to the original sin. Some say the original sin of these United States was slavery. I mean, you can make a case for the time period and the fact that we still don't have it, that it's gone, that it's no longer a part of this union. I'd say the original sin or the, all right, fine. If it, you can, let's go with the original sin being slavery just for con for historical context. The sin that America still suffers under today is abortion. 
And it is the dividing issue of our time. And no matter how SCOTUS rules, because, of course, they have to get involved. Now, Mississippi did ask specifically, so that's that's kind of a different uh, exception to it. Instead of them coming in and saying, Texas, we allow thee to have laws. 